Hello and welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast. This time it's episode 23 and apologies if you can hear it. You shouldn't be able to hear it because my recording equipment's decent, but everybody's mowing their lawn. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, it's nice. It's too warm. I'm not shutting the window, so we're just gonna we're just gonna go with that one. But it's it's very noisy outside my house. I am Dexterity Box, joined as always by Punk Chef Forty One. How's your week been, mate? All right. Uh, not too bad. Great, great news on terms of like just personal stuff that's gone on. I'm gonna be a lot more well off thanks to the rate being low. Uh, Adult things house. and mortgages shifting yeah. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. It, really nice. Uh, but part of that been a good week. Been trying to. Figure out how I'm going to do next season and just looking for Wednesday story because there's nothing. <laughs> no, well, there's a, there's a bit. There is a bit, but um, we are going to do the podcast sort of flip reverse today when we get into it. And um, we're going to do the Euros talk first and then get into talking Wednesday proper um, because I don't want to do it the other way around because a lot of the England stuff and the, the Euro stuff is fresh on my mind. And then yeah. we can get into a proper show and flow it properly with the community topics, all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, just a bit of housekeeping. We've uh, we've got one review this week, one five star hey. review. We had some lovely people jump into our defence in the comments, going, "How dare people give you bad reviews?" We appreciate <laughs> that very much. Yeah. We also, do. actually, um, I did get a couple of DMs on uh, the Dexterity Box Twitter saying, "Hey, man, I've tried to contact you on Facebook and things like that, um, uh, couldn't get through." Sort of thing. I've got a heavy amount of filters on my Facebook because it's my personal Facebook. So if you're trying to contact me on there. Don't bother. Just, just, just DM the Dexterity Box Twitter and stuff like that. I set it up so I could communicate with people. I literally use Facebook to talk to people in real life that I know, and I don't really yeah. use it that much. And obviously, I do a bit of band promo. It's it's because it's because when you like, I like to know people. Uh, I've met them in person at least on there because that way it's sort of like I know it, I know if I've got like tags with my family or my friends who necessarily wouldn't want to be like. Oh, that's the guy from the podcast, sort of like, oh, what's going on in his life? I don't really want. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody wants that. Do you know what I mean? So it's sort of yeah. like that's why I was like, oh, I've got all. I will. I as you will know if you've ever messaged me on Twitter and things like that, I'm pretty much up for a chat most of the time. Um, not long chats, obviously. I got, a lot of, but I do like if you if you got a question or something, I do usually reply and stuff like that. So if you want to contact me, um, that's a good way to do it. But I do also just tweet people randomly and have a chat with you guys anyway. But I just yeah. thought I'd mention it because I had a couple of DMs this week going, oh, oh, yeah, I've tried to give you this information or that and that and that. And I'm like, yeah, but where have you... Oh, no, that's my actual Facebook, not even the Dexterity Box Facebook. So there is a Dexterity Box Facebook as well. So, uh, yeah, all of that. on the Twitter or use the email, email address we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing. It's not like it's difficult. It's just a different handle, isn't it? It's just a different yeah. handle that we've got for the, for the I, actual... I, I've got the same thing. I've got, I've got a little one. And uh, when my little one first in, I have people go, oh, you're going to have them on the channel. It's like, no. No, yeah. She's yeah. a it's baby. Keeping, it's, keep, it's keeping the side <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, it's not even like, because when you say stuff like it's like, oh, you, you big shots. It's not nothing like that. It's even case of no. even like a little small audience. Um, you never know what's lurking in a in a in a little sort of somebody's coming for a week, and they might be they might be a bit strange. You never know; they've just literally found the content this week, and then uh, you never know. You never know. Yeah. So you've always just got to be double careful. Um, but yeah, that's why. Oh God, that's why. I just chat to me on Twitter and things like that. Okay, I just know, so you got your green screen up. I've got my green screen up. I've been doing quite a, a, a bit of stuff this week. A bit of stuff. A bit of stuff. Right. That's um. Good so. I think I will. There's there's a crease in it and the shadows in it, so there'll probably be a really dodgy image behind me or something during this because uh, it won't have got rid of all the shadows out because it's not high end. It's just up there because I've been doing um, just yeah. little bits of camera work. 
but I, I didn't take it down. So the, the green screen's up behind me. Uh, maybe I've put a nice England flag up there. I don't Ooh. know. We'll see. I've actually got an England flag I could have put in front of it. Um, I've got many, actually. Um, but that's because we, we got a load for one tournament, and we've had them for about 20 years. So <laughs> that's, that's usually what happens with England flags. Uh, right. Let's go into this review then, shall I? Actually, like I said, I was going to do. This is a bit different, this one, and I, I, I do start blushing on this one a little bit because this is from uh, uh, Ropey MJ says, Great music. Dexterity Box, I listen to your podcast program. I listen to your band and I really enjoy four tracks. You've got your own sound, but I do hear a bit of music there, which I love. My favourite band is Iron Maiden, and you listen to, but you listen to British Lion. A great band anyway. Keep up the good work. Uh, Ropey MJ 1867 with the owl emoji. Now, thank you very much for that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to read that on a Talking Wednesday podcast review, but we did say we'd read the five star review. Yeah, so thank did. you for leaving a five star review. Um, yeah, appreciate uh, the people that everybody was pretty decent the about new, us is new, using it. The new music is very good. I got to admit. Thank you very much. Really it's enjoyed just, it. I just got bored in lockdown, so I thought I'd finally release <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, no, I did appreciate that people understood where we were coming from. It wasn't like I was just trying to self-promote completely. It was a case of sponsorships, things like that. And people were actually really decent about it on the channel. So uh, thank you for that. And I do, because I did, I did say at the time, if you want to check it out, check it out. If you don't want to, let's just move on. So I do appreciate that people respected that. I wasn't going, oh yeah, because you like my podcast, you should do this. It was a case of, <laughs> oh, some people want to support me a little bit more than that. Check out what he does in his, uh, in, in another side of his life. And some of you did that and really helped it out. So uh, thank you very much for that. Okay. Called being multi-talented. <laughs> well, well, I won't go that far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's, Let's get into the uh, England talk, shall we? So, a bit of Scotland talk in there as well. I know you're not all English. We're going to talk about Scotland. Yeah. So, we're going to start with the England-Croatia match. So, this one... <sighs> well, I... Go on, what, what did you think to England-Croatia? We'll do it in the same way we do Wednesday matches. I thought it was a very slow build-up from all. I think we lack any kind of, like, just going for it. You know, I would have thought being at home and in front of our own fans, we would have that like energy to go forward. But it's done the negative effect. Like it's actually gone, oh, hang on. We have to That's do That's weird. Better. I thought different against Croatia, because I can see what you're saying in that in general, but like against Croatia, I felt like we were um we were actually we looked really good on the ball. We looked really good going forward. We didn't take enough chances in my opinion. But I actually thought we looked like, oh, actually, we look like a side who can play football here. Because if you remember the World Cup when we played Croatia, they passed us off the park. They did. Where it was the opposite when we played Croatia. So I did actually yeah. watch that going, well, it's a 1-0. England get a 1-0. It's the way Southgate lines us up. He's gone a bit cautious. Phillips was incredible. Um, oh, he was. You know, and I just thought like, okay, we've got something here. And I think he's gonna. he's, he's played a bit more cautiously here. But when yeah. we play sides that are like, you know, third lowest ranked, such as Scotland, I expect to see more attacking options. I was very shocked to see Sterling start the tournament. And then obviously, as I tweeted, now, get really shone for him. Now he obviously scores. But um, now after like seeing him in the Scotland game, I can understand where you're going with Sterling. Mm-hmm. And it's the kind of thing where you watch, you watch both games. and say, Yeah, we played well in the first game, but in the Scotland game, there was just no... There was no lack of urgency. We there was no so, urgency, yeah, yeah. We were played off the park 
Scotland deserved to win that. I disagree. I disagree. Uh, right. But here's the thing. This is the thing. This is not being bitter. I, I've I've heard that side of it and I've heard people say that quite a lot that Scotland were the deserved winners of that match. That's <laughs> crap, right? Because they weren't deserved winners. Any team with actual and I'm not saying this, a quarter of me is feeling betrayed now because the quarter Scottish here. Yeah. But like any decent side, really decent side, would have ripped England apart when we played Scotland. Yeah, but nope. also any decent side would have ripped Scotland apart. Same thing. That's what I'm saying, it, but it, but what I, what it was just it was just the way Soonus was saying it. I was like, right, you you you've, your bias is showing here, mate. To, it to was be like, fair, so Soonus was starting to get on my nerves. I really wanted to punch me in the face. <laughs> it, it was like it was like <laughs> it was just a case of it. The one time I've seen Roy Keane stand there going, "I really want to hit you. I really want to hit you." Shut right, up. Southgate got it wrong, completely wrong, and that was that that was the issue. It was almost as if the players had had you know like the players had the brakes put on them and they mm. couldn't, you know, they weren't, they weren't letting, he wasn't releasing the players to do what they meant to do. I know that we are going to struggle in this tournament when I am watching, because this is what I'm saying, we made it easy for Scotland because we could have ripped their defence apart if players like Sterling wouldn't take the ball and just run straight into the defenders. It's like me on yeah. FIFA. I used to get comments like, why... Are you? Because I'd usually try and do a skill move just before I hit a player, and half the time I'd fail miserably because yeah. I'm not the best at FIFA. So like, I used to just run the, with the ball straight into the defender, expecting to get past them. That's almost as if what our attack was doing against Scotland, mm. trying to run straight at the defence and expecting the us to get past them. The chance that we had, like that Stones header, was superb, and it, he was stretching should for have it. Scored, the chance he should have done. Yeah, that chance Kane had, even though he was offside. It was. It felt like every time they're stretching and going on. To, I think Kane's been massively affected with the whole transfer talk before the tournament. No, I just he think he's knackered. Sh- I he think just he's knackered. He just doesn't look. He he, he looks unfit. You're right. He look. He don't look there. And the only thing is, when you look at it, who else would you replace Kane with to come on? I know Rafford came on. Nah, well, but- I wouldn't because the person I'd have replaced, and this is going to be weird from a Wednesday podcast. Um, the, but the person I'd replace came with is Bamford, and he didn't pick mm. Bamford. Yeah, because if you're looking, I, I said this at the time. If you're looking for a like, sort of like to like, Bamford is the only other English player I see striker that does similar things to Kane. So yeah. if you've got a Kane that's unfit and needs a rest, say the next match will be perfect to instead of starting Kane, starting someone like Bamford. But Calvert Lewin's not been in great form at the latter end of the season. I think no. he's he, he was great before, but. If you if you are adapting the team to play Harry Kane, why not have another player that can play a similar style to Harry Kane for if Harry Kane gets injured, which he is quite common for Harry Kane at the minute. Yeah. You know? To be fair, it's the usual thing with England. When we look like we've got a good team and we're all positive that we're going to do well, we don't do that well. When we don't feel like we're positive, it's that whole thing of England always play better when there's no expectation on to do anything. And there's yeah. been a couple of tournaments where we've seen the team, the, the notification, and they got on and had a fantastic tournament. This one just seems like we built them up a little bit too much. I don't and- think we have. I honestly, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But take, and I hate to say this, because I, tra- I was a staunch defender of Southgate going, you can only play who you're up against. And, you know, and <laughs> Croatia, yes, it was bad, but it, he still got us to a semi-final. Yeah. But watching these first two games, especially the Scotland game, 
what got me is you take... I was going, Grealish has to come on, has to come on, has to come on. I see Grealish warming up. I see Grealish at the side of the pitch, and I'm like, it's happening. It's going to do it. Sterling, come off, put Grealish on. He takes Foden off for for Grealish. He won't put Grealish and Foden in the same side against Scotland. So if he's not going to put put him against Scotland, he's never going to put them in the same side. You know what the stupid thing is? If Grealish goes to Man City with Foden in the team, they are going to be immense. I just don't get it. He was playing Foden out of position. Yeah. And then he subbed Foden for Grealish. And I I just think I just think uh, like he could have done everything better in that. You've got Sancho, right? Sancho has a 114 goal involvements, you know, goal and assist because that's yeah. how we do things now. In 137 games for Dortmund. And he's on the bench. Yeah, and in the first squad, he wasn't in the squad. Yeah. He was one of the three players that had to get left out because of the 26-man thing. You can only name 23 in the matchday squad. Anything, anything is better than the way... Why is Sterling in there? And the goal, I actually would say against Croatia, if we didn't play Sterling, even though we scored the goal, and yes, he justified his place in with the goal, if we'd have actually played a more attack or or more creative players, we'd have got got two or three. Hmm. We, yeah. we've, we've handicapped ourselves in a way. And I think, I actually think Sterling's a very good player, but at the minute he's not on form and he's England and England are relying on him in too much. And I think it's because he's not, he's got such a, he keeps doing this line Southgate of young players, young yeah. players. If they are, if they're young and you don't back them, don't send them, don't use them as an excuse, you know? Yeah. If they if they're good enough, they're old enough. That sort of yeah. you know that that old line. Use them yeah. instead. You know instead what it is. Just... You know what it is. It's not. He ain't got his waistcoats anymore. <sighs> He's lost his attacking ability with his waistcoats. I'm just annoyed because this is a this is a prime example of us. And people go, oh well, every fan's a manager and uh, everyone's got their opinions and he knows the players better than anybody because he's there all the time. And I'm like, yes, but anybody who watches these players on a regular weekly basis, like we all have, to, like most of us have done through lockdown because there's not been much else to do and know what talent we've got in the squad and to watch him utilise them in such yeah. a weird way, you know? And I've not even and mentioned the fact he put Trippier at left back. Mm. And, and, and uh, Also, if you look at what Scotland did, Scotland had a game plan. Scotland mm-hmm. attacked, they went for it. And fair play. And some of the tackles they left in was a proper England-Scotland game in the sense that they know how to play. I can tell terms. your wife's Scottish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you uh, didn't say this, she'd be in trouble. <laughs> no, but I'm actually... They did have that ability where they were going at it. They went for Oh, it. yeah, they had great chances, but we let him have... That's what I'm saying. England's... It's weird. We are trying to defend too much and put out a defensive team in a and we team, were very attacking in a team, team that's not got a very good defence. No. So why not just outscore your opponents and then have to go a bit defensive if we can? Because yes, we've seen now we can keep clean sheets. We've got yeah. two of them. But we're not going to do that when we come up against France, Germany, Portugal. We're not going to do that, right? Oh, we and come against them, we're screwed. <laughs> and people talk about, and I think I'm right in saying this. I'm, it might need fact-checking, but I think I'm right in saying this. People are saying like, we should go second in the group because then we get, you know, an easier a tie next time. But if we get through the round of 16 that way, second in the group and get the easier tie, I think the way that lines up is we will then still get the group we were going to play in the round of 16, but most yeah. likely we're going to come up against France in the quarters. 
Whereas if we won the group and and beat like Portugal, Germany, because France are probably going to top the group. We'll see what happens. If we beat them in the round of 16, we we yeah. shouldn't really get France until the final. So I'd rather I'd rather go that route and have the strength there and attack teams and take it to teams. And I just think I don't know what you're doing with your camera, but I don't think my camera decided to it don't like my lens. Hang on a minute. Right, okay. I think Southgate's gone a bit negative. Is your feed still rolling, by the way, Punk? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I don't have to edit any of this out because I swear to God, if you make my life difficult. <laughs> I know, I'm a dead man. Yeah, but I think... Um, I just think Southgate got it wrong and I really want to see against the Czech Republic. Czech Republic, who are likely to top the group at this rate, by the way. Let's not even start about them... Uh, I, I did find it funny that um, they were doing the Saturday night song for David Marshall on, in London oh, yesterday. God, yeah. They were chanting it when he got lobbed from like the halfway line. In, to be fair, um, I've just been loving all the memes on that. The yeah, memes of them have been amazing. Uh, I will say, like, obviously I've got Scottish family and stuff and it is banter and there is that thing in there. Um, I will say, and it sounds like I'm about to praise them, but I'm not. I will say it was, uh, they were celebrating a nil-nil like they just won a cup, which was... Yeah. Uh, to be fair, but biggest game they've had for a long time. Yeah, I know, but I feel it's patronising to say that because if you, if you think about it, like, Scotland clearly have got a very good way of playing and a very good setup. And actually, if they were a team with quality and, and, and they'd have actually performed as well as some people are giving them credit for, they should have beat that England side last night. But the, yeah. the fact is they still didn't. Do you know what I mean? So I can yeah, say I that England means. were absolutely terrible, but Scotland still didn't beat them. So... I put I put it on Twitter. If any any time that Scotland side were going to beat England, it was going to be last night because Southgate got yes. it wrong. He yeah. got it wrong, and we we and that's just the way it is. And then we're going to get out of the group. Even they gave if, it a good chance as well, didn't they? We're going to get out of the group, even if it's like as the 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 third place team, because obviously four mm. points is because there could be a there could be a situation. There's most likely going to be a situation actually where, f- mm, no, but there's there's there could be a situation where. Say Scotland beat Croatia yep. by a few goals, they could get um, second. Say Croatia beat Scotland by a few goals, they could get second. Because of the mm. tight margins in our matches sort of thing, you know, Czech Republic, if, and if we lose to Czech Republic, that is, because then Czech Republic could top the group. So we're not even guaranteed second, but we are at the way the Euros are structured this year. It does look like we're out of the group. So, um, we have- yeah, I think in terms of Kane, we were talking about Kane a little bit more. I just think he's playing too deep, personally. He played it from under Mourinho, and it worked with Son. But yeah. as I said, he's not letting the shackles off the attacking players as much. Foden's the only one that's really making decent runs. Sterling's running into players. You know, if if Kane's going to come deep and link up the play a little bit more, he needs to be able to... Then players need to be making them runs all the time and actually getting past the, the opposition defenders and getting in those positions. But... I do think he's a little bit too jaded to make those runs at the minute. Play him, just play him as a, a proper striker. Let him sit along the back line. Let him do what he line. knows. Let him sit along the back line, get into the box whenever he can, and let the young, pacey players, oh, for God's sake, just put, just put either Foden or Grealish on the left and put Sancho on the right. Let them do the running and the creativity. Have Harry Kane in and around the box where he needs to be because he's got, He's got one of the, probably the, the best shot on him in the world currently, yeah. arguably with Lewandowski, you know? So stick him in and around the box and he'll score. 
how the hell? Yeah. I'm I'm just a I'm just a, a, a just a random lad on the internet, and I can say that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So to, to why be fair, there've been a lot of people, even pundits, saying that what should the way we should be playing, and it, it's really weird when you look at some of the transfer talk at the minute that Grealish could be going to City. There's a possibility that maybe Kane go to City, mm-hmm. and if you can imagine a team with Sterling, Grealish, and Kane in, yeah. In a, in a Premier League team, it would be scary. So if they can do it, if you add that in a Premiership, imagine what they'd be like playing for the country. It'd be it'd be great. It'd be great to see. Um, I think Man City with their money, they could really. The one thing that we say is that a lot of people say that the Premier League is. It's not about the English teams, and it's backed up by a lot of foreign players that make the league great. And mm. I understand that. I understand that, and it's it's a big sign that the. Uh, English managers don't win the Premier League, you know. Yeah. Um, so it comes down to the manager there as well. But if a team like City could make a front three of Eng- of English players, sort of thing, that would really help. Exactly. Do, do you remember back in the day when um, Wenger was talking about he was going to build England a spine? Yeah, and he was going to build us a build us a spine because that's what our team needed to do. They could definitely do. It. I do, but I do sort of think that. We've got the best chance in terms of players that we've got at the minute, and people keep using this young players, young players, young players thing, but I'm sorry, that squad on paper with a really good manager, you give that that team to a Klopp, a Pep, even a Mourinho, you know, they're winning the Euros. Yeah. Because it's about the tactical way you set up against teams. Yes, we str- one, prob- probably struggle against thing- France, but France aren't miraculous as a team. They've got a really good... They've got some world-class players in there, but France have got their pitfalls you can exploit if you've got the right tactical know-how. But then again, Didier Deschamps is a very, very good manager. That's he exactly proven, what I'm saying. He's pro- he proven it at every level. The problem with Southgate is you've got a manager who didn't really want the England job when he got it, mm-hmm. got it, managed to do some decent success while he's had it, and now, like a lot of people say, we're starting to have that Roy Hodgson feeling of, well, it coming to the end, he's probably doesn't want to do it anymore. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing, but there's there's part of me, if you didn't want the job in the first place, how much of you were in this? You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Um, I think I think we'll find out. Against, Next game will be interesting. Yeah, find out against the Czech Republic. Um, but there is a very big chance that we could get dunked out in the round of 16 here. Oh, yeah. If, if, he, doesn't, if he doesn't book his ideas up. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it because why would you not play your most creative players and let them get a run in the side? Because now, because he, he's setting himself up perfectly to play him in the round of 16, play yeah. those players that we've been crying out to play and then go, oh, well, I've played the players that the fans wanted and they've not they've done not well. Do you know why? Yeah. Because you've just stuck them into one match and expected them to perform. It's just, yeah. it's basic. I, I think I think the cynicism from Sheffield Wednesday is rubbing off on my England views, <laughs> but I've seen it all before. <laughs> Right, should we get into the Sheffield Wednesday part of yeah. the Talking Wednesday podcast? Um, so we've just been talking a bit of Euros. First news item this week, a big one that obviously people want to know about. It's actually, it's about season tickets, but it's not about your refunds. So the uh, season tickets for next season have been announced for our League One campaign. This is from the website. The Owls are pleased to announce that the 2021-22 season tickets are available now to all 2021 season, uh, current season ticket holders. Given the uncertainty on capacities for the new campaign, sales are limited in the first instance to supporters who originally purchased 
2020-21 season ticket. The next phase of sale will be determined by ongoing government guidelines with potential restrictions in mind. Season tickets are available until Monday 28th of June when sales will be suspended and numbers reviewed. Prices have been set following a consultation process with our supporters engagement panel. I said that really posh. Did not need to say that posh. (laughs) Uh, Supporters engagement panel, members of which gave uh, unanimous support to the revised structure. So here's the prices. Adult Cup season ticket prices are now £365, the equivalent of 15.86 a game, while sports in the South Sam will see the biggest reductions to £495 or 21.52 per game. Junior season tickets in the grandstand uh, remain at only £1 per game for under 11s, while under 17s pay £75 for a full season. Could I get could I pass as an under 17? Uh, 75 quid. You may have to shave the beard off. And yeah, get I know. A quick back. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm not saying I ever did that when I was younger. <laughs> I'm not saying I ever did that till I was about 20. I've never done that ever. Why would I do that? Um, all of the junior season tickets stay at £75 for under 11s and £150 for under 17s in all areas of the stadium. So, um, it's expensive. It is. A, it is for League One. It is expensive for League One, but if you actually have a look at some of the other League One clubs, it is lower than it was last year. They have listened. Have and they? I've seen a. They have for, to me, a point. for me, I look at it and I see people comparing it to Championship prices and going, "Oh, look at how much cheaper it is." For me, that's what I wanted to be paying in the Championship. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. If I'm paying 365 quid on the cop, or I, well, I pay 400 on the cop. Do you know what I mean? But like, if yeah. I'm paying, but like, I want to be getting a seat. I do get it. I do get it. I think they've, they have listened in that, but they had to listen. Yeah. And that's, no that's me probably being a little bit harsh because I'm usually like really soft on this, the club and be like, oh, well, they're trying. But for me, no, this, no, if had they had to. to they, got, they, got the, yeah. they got the club relegated. You yeah. know, so it needed to be. I, I've seen a lot of people go, it's a decent thing. But I've also seen the same people go, I'm not paying these prices at the open, buy those prices. Mm. And then they go, this is a great price, I'll buy this. And a lot of people are getting the season ticket with credit from their old season tickets. Yeah, well, I get it. I get it. I really do get it. You know, it's, it, is, um, it is a little bit pricey still, but... I'm interested to see the individual match day prices. That's but there what is, I want to know. There is rumours yeah. about like... Um, you won't be able to get match day pri- uh, tickets for one-off matches, and it'll be season ticket holders only. There is rumours for that, mm. um, so that's and where I'm in a that, position. That, that's yeah. where I'm in a position of going. Oh, now that, what do if, I do? If that happens, you're going to alienate an entire load of people who can't afford season tickets who just want to go to your well, game. Well, I was talking to people literally yesterday who were trying, uh, who were debating whether they re- renew the season ticket or not with it, and like we were going. Should we do it? Because more of it's about going to see your mates as well, you know, in yeah. League One. It's, it, I really want to get back to the ground and I really want to, but I don't see it, it lifting in the same way. And I do think it could be a season ticket only thing. I'd, part of me is like, why the hell would anybody, and I say this because I do it, you know, so I am being a hypocrite here, but why would anybody in their right mind, clearly not in my right mind, buy a season ticket in this circumstance when we don't know what the hell's going on with the club with all the financial stuff coming out? Mm, true. 
Also, you don't know when you're going to go to a game. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's, I think it's that whole kind of tribe mentality where this is my club, I support my club, I'll go to and see and just have it just in case. Because yeah, you don't want to be that person that doesn't have a ticket when you could have done and then you sat at home. And a lot of it, a lot of when they were allowed to go back to it, it's going to be that social interaction. There's going to be a lot of people who haven't seen people for over a year due to everything and go, well, like you said, you're going to go have a good time with your mates. You, and if you get, if you see a win, brilliant. If you don't, you'll go bitch about it at the pub. I get you. I get you. Let's see what happens. Um, let us know what you think about the season tickets in the comments. But um. Right, before I get into this next one, for the love of God in the comments, stop saying why are we talking about players coming in when we haven't got we don't know where the finances are at? Why are you speculating? Well, I'm I'm bored of it. And I know some people mean well, but I'm bored of it. I understand we're all frustrated about Wednesday's finances and the situation we're in, but in fairness, we're putting out free and, content and I don't want to read the comments when I'm grafted on it and going, oh, why are you doing this in the first place? Because we're, yeah. we're doing a news podcast, all right? And so just- before we go into it as well, there is talks that have come out that uh, the star has said the positive things on there. I didn't put it in because I'm sick of talking about how it positive we're close to this because I think we all know what's going on. Yeah, but exactly. it's sounding like that it's getting more positive with the finances. And one of the things that I said in this said article was that Darren Moore and Chancery, it probably one of the best relationships he's had with a manager, Sink Carlos. Yeah, so we that's that. positive. Yeah, so and, uh, is that we've all, the case? It's likely that the transfer embargo is going to get lifted as well. We'll just see where we end up. Just let's when we're talking about the speculation topics now and players we're linked with. Let's just um, it's literally that we're linked with them. Let's remember. Let's remember that we're we're reporting on what's being reported by people doing their 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 jobs who are the ones finding it because the scouting team's clearly still running. If all this is coming yeah. out as well, you know, and we actually know it's still running, obviously. But and right, I've seen people also turn and said, "Well, we're missing out on targets." Well, we're not if we don't know what the targets are. So this has been everywhere, but I think we're taking this from Team Talk. So this is um, Sheffield Wednesday is stepping up their pursuit of Swindon Town's Akin Odemayo. He's 21 years old and he's out of contract at the new month. He has been offered a um, new contract at Swindon, but he hasn't yep. signed it yet. So. It's going to be interesting to see um, if we get him. We are, uh, apparently, Donny are keen on him. Yep. He's also been linked with Preston, Derby County, Stoke. It seems like any other team, they're, all the, they're the three teams we keep going up against when we're up to like, getting players at the minute. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's a centre-back, and he, he played 30 ta- 34 times to Swindon last season. He's a set. He is a centre back that came through Reading's academy because um, he was released as a free. Went to Swindon and he's he started to perform. I think if we go off Moore's philosophy of younger players and what we're trying to do in the new sort of era of Sheffield Wednesday is bringing yeah. these younger players, I could see this one being being a likely one. And, yeah. Um, Especially since fa- we don't know what's going on with centre backs at the minute because we still don't know if Bourne has gone or not. Yeah. Um, even burner, you know, uh, yeah. we could, uh, you did it, you did it. Um, we yeah, don't know I what's did. actually, we don't know what's going to happen with him, but it does. He's not, it, I, I was, I'm surprised because I thought he'd have been announced that he'd gone by now, but uh, mm, same. it's not gone through yet. It might have done when this uh, breakout or whatever's out, but 
What do you think to Akin Odimeo, apart from the fact that you're not going to be able to say it because it's Odimeo. Ah! I don't know what noise I just made. I carried it. carried that. Um, Um, I think it will be a decent little transfer for us, especially on a three. He's 21. He can grow into it. For God's sake, though, put a good deal in front of him that we can make some money off him afterwards. Oh, no chance here he'll offer him 600 quid in a packet of Twiglet. (laughs) And probably a season ticket. No, yeah. From like, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, well, do, you're not, you, do you want this and we'll eventually refund it? Yeah, uh, but I think it will be a clever little business. I think we're going to see more of these like free transfers, young players come in because Moore's shown that he can do this. He did it at West Brom, he did it at Rovers. Johnny Rovers, that is. I must say that because people get the same way when people get, when Sheffield get called Sheffield, not Sheffield Wednesday, so... Um, but you have to be really, really careful with getting these players in that we don't build them up. He's already played 34 times in League 2, which is good. So he's already mm-hmm. got that ability to kind of get a little bit beat up. He can get beat up a little bit in League 2. It is that kind of league. So bringing him to League 1 would be really good. And he's built. He's a unit. Excellent. Um, so what's his, uh, what's his like? Is, can, he, can, he, can he run back for a challenge? Has he got? Yeah. Is he is he a bit quick? Yeah, he got some pace on him. Who would you liken him to if you've if you've watched bits? He's a little bit like an Iorfa in the sense that he'll get back to the tackles. Have we been linked with this lad before? Yeah, we have. We've spoke about him before on the pod. Because I've I checked him sp- out before. Yeah, we have. Because I'm literally about him looking before. through here now, like. And I remember last time, because I was like, I'll tell you what, let's get the FIFA stats up, um, because we always do it for a laugh. Yep. 56. It's the 56 bronze we were talking about. Yep. At least he's got 61 pace, but Jesus Christ, he's going to be, he's going to fit right in on FIFA. But um, I... It's starting to seem like we're looking more and more getting him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think and, youth players like this coming in. Um, obviously, we missed out on targets, targets that we've previously talked about being linked with. Reese James has not come in. Um, yeah. This is very good. This is a very good sort of age for a player to be coming in here. Centre back is Irigidi is not gone yet, but he's. Have you heard who he may be going to? Go on, Preston. Right. I mean, Preston it makes sense. He'll get game time at Preston. Yeah, that's actually probably quite a good move for him to stay in the championship because Preston have been one of those sort of like sitting middle teams that have yep. that have stabilised and pe- players want to go there now. So I'll be see... able to go play a bit of football and probably they might be able to cash on it in afterwards and more than 750 quid a week. Yep. We're going to get compo on him and Shaw. Well, we've got 300k on Shaw. Yeah, we didn't mention the Shaw thing because I, I can't believe we've mentioned it again. He's gone now. He's done his little interview <laughs> yeah. with Celtic. Uh, good luck, Celtic. Um, but it's uh, it's one of those where he, it, I think um, we let him go before the end of his contract runs out so he could join them on pre-season in exchange yeah. for them giving us 300k fast. And people, yeah. our fan base were going, are we that desperate for money? Yes. Yes. Have you not been... 100%. Have you not been keeping up? Yes, we are. We don't need him round here, does he? He's off, so he might as well go yeah. now and give us the 300k and we can reinvest it. Have you not been keeping up? Where have you been living? But I think... Um, 
Ademeo, I love to see younger players come in. The fact Same. that it's getting he's he's so highly rated in in a regard for Swindon. He could. Uh, do you think he'd get into our first team, or do you think he'd be one of those I, on the fringe? I think he would. I think he'd get into if Burner goes and Nurigidi goes, obviously. Because if Burner goes, you've got Iorfan Hutch. Now with Dunkley. both of them and Dunkley, yes, but three players who have had three big injuries. Mm. Hutch hasn't been that injury prone since he come back, but he does have that kind of thing. If you go down. You you worry about his back. You have seen it where he's gone down. He's holding his back. He's thinking, "Oh no, good." So having someone in, especially with those three players, you don't know how I offer going to be after this injury. That's true. That's true. Kind of um, and also, it's a case of we don't know if he. I offers one of those. If he comes and he has a really solid six months, he could be off in January. Even if he has a good August, he could be off at the end of it. That's true. That's the worrying. That's the worrying situation. When you're in at the minute, so the more young players we can get in, I can't stress enough. Though you did did allude to it earlier, we need to put good deals in front of these, but good yeah. deals that uh, protect the club, like with optional. Ex- if you put optional extensions in contracts, if a club comes sniffing when a player's at the end of the contract, especially if you put a couple of years in, you can shut that down immediately by triggering yeah. it. You know, and then they have. And if you to think he's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, like you said, if you think he's going to be good, you can put a buyout in. Like, the fact that we got, I think Alex Hunt will be really good in League One. Yeah. But he got to bulk up, and that goes down to the club and the fitness lot going, right, you're in the gym, you're lifting this, go. Honestly, if I know this is easier said than done in a lot of regards, but if I was if I was sorting out our contracts now, I'd be giving three to four-year contracts with, yes. for players that were really highly rated with, uh, instead of players coming in and running down their contracts I'd, I'd put or I'd give two with an optional two that's yeah. a good way to protect the club if the crap after a couple of years um and then you trigger those if someone comes sniff, sniffing around but you also put a release clause in of, yeah. of, of, of I don't know say a player that you think's only worth like a, a mil or two now right but you think no oh, if they kicked on because how much would you think Liam Shaw should have gone for it, given Shaw, how he was right, playing when he started. When he started, we could have at least got 1.5 million. I was thinking decent, that, you know, about with a million a decent and thing yeah. So if you put a release clause in on these sort of players like like uh, Liam Shaw of like 2 million, 3 million, yeah. you know, then players that, but at least we won't be getting, letting them go for free. And then the players that you really rate, you can put like 8 plus, you know. It's and now, that way, It's now about protecting our assets, which we haven't done. Exactly. And it'll still suck when the players go because you'd be like, well, why have we set the release clause that low? But we'll still get more than we've been getting. But this is where I think Darren Moore is the perfect manager to be in charge because he'll know that. Mm -hmm. He'll know that, but he'll turn around. And if this relationship is how it's been told it is, he'll turn around and say, giving this, this, and this, but put this here. Yeah. The more ideal situation is actually not putting a release clause in at all. But I'm saying if you're going to entice. Yeah players to a club where they think they can treat it as a bit of a stepping stone as well and know they've got that freedom with a release clause. That's some. That's the only way you'll get some players in. But if you can get a player in with a two-year, with an optional two years, without a release clause, that's the most ideal way to do it in my and opinion. And also, if you're a young player coming in, when's probably the best ground to come to oh, yeah. when it's full to find figure out if you can step up to that next level? Definitely. Like, if, if you can get fans in next season and you're... That's why I'm saying, like, we probably would have kept players like Origidi if they'd have been behind mm. the fan, if they had the fans behind this, 
season. But I also do don't think we got got relegated because you wouldn't have been able to switch off. We said that. But yeah, no. Mayo would be interesting to see what happens there. Okay. We've talked about somebody incoming. This could be somebody outgoing that we thought wasn't going and doesn't appear to want to go from all the things no. we've heard. Um, but Windass, uh, this is from Football League World, Birmingham City locked in transfer tussle with Fulham for potential agreement with Tengol forward. The 27-year-old caught the eye with some strong performance in the L's 2021 season. Um, this is probably after he stopped being selfish because <laughs> he did do very well. Yeah. Uh, Windass netted 10 goals and was on hand to provide, provide six assists in 44 appearances for Darren Moore's side. Uh, and it appears that though those impress, ugh, impressive showings haven't gone unnoticed heading into the summer. Fulham are believed to have reaffirmed their interest in signing Windass, although they're said to be waiting on the future of manager Scott Parker before making any transfer decisions ahead of their return to the championship. Um. So yeah, we he seems to be... T- Talks about a lot, really, because he's yep. linked with Millwall for like two and a half million. They put um, a, they put a bid in last night. I want to say it was either some point yesterday. They put a bid in, but it's a good thing to have. Let's be honest, because money, money, and we can reinvest that quite well. If what you've heard about the Fulham bid and yes. what Chancery is holding out for is true, we can. I'd go. I do. I do so, that. But Chancery holds out for quite a lot. So ba- basically, what I've heard is that Millwall put a bit of two point two four million in, and Fulham are apparently wanting to put a bid in. Now Chancery thinks he can get Fulham to pay five million. Now if he can get them to pay five million for a twenty seven year old, five million will go a hell of a lot in League One. I'll take three. And, and you know what Chancery's like at holding out and trying to get the best deal. And let's remember, we didn't pay much for bringing him in. I'll take three. So what? Whatever we get for it, he's he's got to take at least three. Yeah, like he's got to yeah. take because because at the minute he's we don't you have say any stri- five million, and you're not going to. It's because it. we don't have any strikers. To be honest, I I'd I'd be umming and ahhing at the the two point two million bid. Mm. I'd be going. We're in League One. That's yeah, money. We need cash. Yeah, wages off. You know, he's and good- I, think, I think I think the annoying thing for him is he wants to stay. He's got a good relationship with Bannon. He seemed to fit in with everyone there. But at the end of the day, you had that situation is that if you look at his actual career, he does move a lot. And he's players haven't been of- getting paid and there's been the upset yeah. with the, that's that caused. Uh, Dean Windass was recently speaking to the football fan cast and he said there's been lots of... this. That's Josh's dad, for if you didn't know. Um, yeah. He says there's been a lot of rumours. Very Fulham, famous footballer. <laughs> Fulham, Stoke, West Brom. I heard the players hadn't been paid, so I don't know what's going on. But Darren Moore's got a big job next season. Even if Josh does stay, there'll be favourites to go up. I think he meant doesn't stay. It'll be favourites yeah. to go up. Um, I know Josh wants to stay there, but money will determine. I think he's around the two million mark people are talking, but I don't know whether he'll still be there or not. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been highly said that Josh does want to stick around at yep. Wednesday, and I do hope he stays if we can't Same. get decent money for him. But if we do get decent money for him, um, it's one of those things. For years, we've been turning around and said we need to sell players to balance the box, and now we're in that position where. We need to keep players because we don't have enough of them, but selling players would help. It's Cat 22 is a typical Wednesday situation, really. So let's have a look at Fulham. So why would Fulham want him? Because I think Scott Parker froze out Mitrovic, doesn't he? But Mitrovic might not mm. want to go back down to the championship, especially after he got frozen out in the Prem yeah. for, um, for Fulham under Parker this season. So 
They've got Kalashnikov. Oh no, he's a midfielder. Ones. Let me have another interesting. Why did interesting why did clubs one? never just list their, their <laughs> players really and easily? You can't remember the West Brom, West Brom and Fulham one is really interesting. They both don't have managers at the minute. It's true. Well, Scott Park, it's no Scott Park has gone. He has, hasn't he? Why do they need windows? Uh, unless they've a lot of these are looking to go. So they've got Cavalero. Yeah. They've got Luckman. They've got yep. Madger. Madger's got a prospect. They've got Mitrovic. They've got Jasper, or Jasper, and they've got Stans, uh, Stansfield. So depends how much really close. Luckman, Madger, and Mitrovic. Cavalero, you don't need anyone else unless they are off, unless there's yeah. a few of them that are off. I guess Windass has got the, the cam capabilities as well. Yeah. But then again, they've got Carvalho, Francois, um, Onoma. Oh, Jesus, yeah, they have Josh, Onoma. Aren't they? Josh Onoma. Oh, they got Hector as well. Uh, I think Loftus-Cheek was on loan, wasn't he? He didn't sign yeah. permanently. And they've got Hector, Onoma, and then probably Windass. Yeah, some of those might have been on loan. I might have, but um, for some reason the clubs don't list them properly. But yeah, it's I don't see why they'd they'd need Windass. But if they want to pay us a few million for him, I actually That's I it. actually think he would be yeah for anything less than like two and a half, probably be like mm, no. But for any more than that, we can probably reinvest it a little bit better and and get players in on cheaper wages. Say look, because it's another argument of going like, oh look, we are in a situation but- where. If we're going to bring in a player and we go, look, we're, we're, your wages might not be what you're expecting for Sheffield Wednesday, but if, yeah. as you've seen, we've got rid of a lot of our big earners. So but if come you look in at we'll what you, you said last week with the wage situation, mm. he, he's actually not on that much when it comes to wages. It is oh, a yeah. lot considering what we're dealing with at the moment as a club. But when you look at it, he was one of those players that came in who wasn't on a lot. Apparently though, but apparently we could be talking absolute rubbish with that. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, we just we just went with what we've seen. So uh, yeah, I think I think we should hang on to him for anything less than two and a half. Mm. But if Fulham want to put a decent bid in for him, Even he, is, he is pacey, isn't he, Jake? He so, is. He is a he is a pacey striker. So I think he would yep. be. Uh, they he also, would be an asset it, to a championship they, club if they could get him firing. They also, the interesting thing with the West Brom, you know they're struggling to get any manager in similar, i.e. Tottenham, where they're struggling to get managers to come in. Yeah. One of the rumours was Darren Moore name being thrown into the app, but I'm sure he wouldn't go at it, the same people that sacked him last time. Yeah, well, he, he possibly would if the thing was right, but if he's got, if he's got a bit of a safe job at Wednesday, I wouldn't go. But then again, Wednesday are quite dangerous in the back room at the minute apparently so uh, mm. we'll see what happens but Windass good money he can go if it's if it's pitiful we might as well keep him because he will score goals in League One yeah he will especially if he wants to stay that's a big mm. part of it so um, I think I'm saying this right now I could be saying it wrong but I've tried to look at the pronunciations of this I think it's Paishau Paishau this is how you meant to pronounce it. That would make sense. It could be Portuguese, isn't he? Mm. That would make sense. Shall. Yeah. Yeah. So we obviously were calling him Paxio for a while. But that doesn't even make sense when you read it. No, well, it doesn't actually, does it? Pai. Pai Shao. Pai Zhao. Pai Zhao, maybe? Or yeah. Pai Zhao. I think Pai Zhao would actually be closer because if you think of the Zhao's in, if it's Portuguese, yeah. the Zhao's, 
I've, I've had it said in the comments before it's like pie, sh- uh, pie show or whatever, yeah. but I think it's pie show because... We'll, we'll go with that. I don't know. I'm not Portuguese, but um, he's taking a step back. So the Star have reported um, pie show has previously played a part in various aspects of what goes on at Hillsborough as one of Transiris' key advisors. However, it now sounds that, that there's been a little bit of a shift in his responsibilities. It is thought that as negotiations regarding next season's squad continue, it is Darren Moore and the club's head of recruitment, David Downs, who is spearheading the rebuild at S6 following relegation into League One. The manager, whoever it may have been, and Downs since his arrival, have always played a key role in terms of recruitment, according to the chairman, but the latest switch is likely to see them given more responsibility. End quote. Now... When we spoke about uh, spout about Pacho Shao's uh, involvement um, recently, he we said that he's very. <laughs> there was the WhatsApp group about transfers yeah. and things. People didn't really know where to go. Did they speak to him or did they speak to the chairman or did they speak to recruitment? There were so many different things. I think this is this probably a good thing, easier. even though he is made out to be quite a nice bloke and people do seem to quite like yeah. him apparently. Well, I think this is good because it takes it takes a bit of pressure off it, but then. It's the manager and the recruitment that are now doing it. There isn't a third party involved. That can be, it goes straight from manager recruitment to chairman. It's not that middleman now going to chair, going to Paxio to then to chairman. I think this makes a lot of sense. Uh, And I wouldn't, it makes you wonder if this was something Darren Moore had put in saying, this is what I want to do. This is what I've done at all my other clubs. And it worked. This is how I want to go, if you know what I mean. Because I could, I could see it definitely. I think I think um, it's it's a better way to do it. Darren Moore. Oh God, yeah. If we're talking about the relationships with managers, Peter, people said that. And apologies if I'm tripping over my words today. By the way, it's been a very long week. Full week back at work, so I've been like, uh, so it was Saturday early morning. Now we're just giving it a go. Actually, it's falling into the afternoon. I think, but uh, yes. we are. Um, we we said that Carlos had pretty much control over transfers. So yeah. he had a lot of control in the club. So if Darren Moore's got that sort of relationship with Shansiri, we can expect him to have a similar relationship in terms of mm. control of the club with the transfers. And I think this is more akin to that sort of thing, personally. Yeah. But yeah, it, we... It, go on. Interesting to see what happens with this because for us looking in, it seems like it might be a good step in the right direction. Indeed. We'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Don't really have more to say on that one right now. Uh, one, I'm, oh, it's not really a topic. I know that I know it's a slow news week, which is why the star reported. We talked, but about, talked it. about Hagen Hagen, um, one of the young lads. The talks of his contract renewal are going slow. That's the, the headline. The, I think, I think the only it. difference is I think the only difference is now that Crystal Palace and Leicester City are now looking into him. But if I think if they get him, he's probably going to get shoved into their academy. Where I think if we give him a good deal, he'll probably play game time in League One. The only way this works is if they take him and we turn around, we can have him on a year loan. But then at the same time, it still doesn't work because we're losing out on a we don't pretty want that. decent player. We don't need him. We don't need him if that's going to be the case. I'm sorry. Yeah. If, any, if, if a 19-year-old's not... I said it with Liam Shaw. If he's not going to sign a contract, go. Yeah. Can't be asked anymore. No, completely This get is it. Sheffield Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? Sheffield we Wednesday aren't what they once it. were, but I'm not having, I'm not having ni- 18, 19-year-olds taking the mick of this club anymore, right? You basically don't want to be dictated to by a 19-year-old. It's not, even, it's not even that. I don't, want to be dict- I don't want the club to be dictated to by any player. You know, respect, yeah. respect what the, the club has and respect the fan base. 
the the only thing Personally. I can think the only thing I can think of with his contract is that it's either coming down to wages or playing time. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Can't be bothered. We'll uh, I'll update you when we find out. So, ha <laughs> ha Have you got your colander? Have you got your colander? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. We need. We definitely need a uh, tin hats on for this one. I put this one in. I do have a shirt though. <laughs> you do have a shirt. What? I have the oh, name on the back right, of a shirt. All oh, right. Okay. Atinui, who's just been released by his club in Cyprus, uh, is it APO? I don't know how to say it. Is, it, is that abbreviation? A whatever Polo? it is. APOL? Yeah, whatever. A-P-O-E-L, them. Is the big man coming back to Sheffield Wednesday? Because is he doing a hutch? I've been championing it for so long. but he's what he's could do? It could happen. We need a striker. Yeah. Right, right. I'm just saying... I'm just saying, last week we were talking about Wednesday are looking at Lee Gregory, a 33-year-old yeah. veteran striker. Why not a 31-year-old that he knew you? Who's already been here. Knows, knows the, the club. club, was here for seven years, Yeah, right? All his Ma- mates are still technically here. <laughs> he was a big character. He gave his all for the shirt. Yes, he only scored 40 goals in 242 appearances. Um, but let's... Uh, Let's but remember, Lee won. You've probably going to need that battling big man. Nuiu wasn't just about the goals. He scored goals oh. in moments. You've got to say as well in, in game in scrappy games. Like think of the Rotherham matches, and there's going to be the a lot Rotherham. of Rotherham style matches. There's actually the going to be a Rotherham game. match. The but, league yeah. game, the Preston game, and then yeah. some of the goals which you think about. But in games where you're going to need someone to, like we said it, we said the a lot of last year he was the kind of player we could have done with coming off the bench to go and get those goals that we needed. I think this isn't a risky transfer kind right. of thing. I, if, we, if we can get him on a good deal and stuff, and to personally, I don't think he actually wanted to go. If I'm no. honest, he would have signed a new contract. But no, I think he would have. A, well. a lot of that went down to um, Monk. Yeah, Monk, um, Monk got rid of New You. I, think, uh, I actually think this would be a brilliant signing. And I'm not yeah. just saying that because I don't think he should have gone in the first place given the situation we were in. He's six foot six, for Christ's sake. Physical presence. We were hey, looking can, you at- imagine, can you imagine New Hugh, the six foot six, and then the young 19-year-old six foot nine if we did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I feel really sorry for Barry Bannon having to look up. Um, hang on. Was it, was it Hagen, the six foot... No, 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 that, that was. Because um, for some reason, I was just. I thought Hagen was already with us. For some reason, I was Hagen, just thinking that Hagen, yeah. Hagen's under contract with us. At the who minute, was the lad? Probably. Who was? Who was the lad that was tall? Sully Hull. It was the Sully Hull player. Yeah, I know. Um, I, yeah, but I don't know. Remember his name? Oh, hang on. Big lad. But yeah, we're looking at big lads. So if we're looking at big lads, why not bring Nuiu back, who's got the experience? And I genuinely think he would be an absolute beast in League One. Yeah, same. I don't, I don't see any negatives in this. Is there any the negatives o- in this? The only negative is going to be people who are going to go, he's a donkey, I don't like him, why are we getting old player back? That'll and be I, the only negative. Yeah, I do, see, I do see fan opinions on it going, we need to stop looking at... Oh, I'm breaking <laughs> oh, that's uh, we, need to, we need to stop looking at the past. We need to, um, we need to look hud- forward. Huddling. Huddling, that was the one. He was younger. Yes, I guess that's the future. Why not bring them both in? 
And yeah, we'll just exactly. we'll just we'll open up we'll open up some sort of I don't know I don't know we'll 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 start a basketball club while we're at it, right? Yeah. And we'll start with those two lads, and we'll build the revenue up that way. It's sincere. I'm giving you ideas here, right? <laughs> Bring some tall lads in. Start a little basketball league. Think yeah. about that. Do the levy thing. Levy's levy levy's got the NHL, uh, the NFL even, mm. uh, not the not the hockey. He's got the the NFL in Spurs stadium to 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 rake in that, yeah, that that money. Let's uh, let's look for ways around financial fair play again, shall we? And maybe start our own little <laughs> basketball league, and Hillsborough can be used for that. But um, uh, I wonder how much he's going to charge that boxing lad for for, for the use of Hillsborough. We'll see. Oh, um, but yeah, do you want him back? Yes. Simple are we just being sentimental here? Are we just are uh, we literally being that right now? To be fair, is the deal good? Mm-hmm. Like, how many thought, how many others have thought we would have Hook back? Let's be honest. And That's since true. he came back, he would, he'd been decent. He's very good, yeah. Uh, so if you think it's almost as if it, we realised that certain players weren't the problem. Yeah. The I think the only thing you got got with it is that people will say it needs to be on reduced terms than what he had before. He's also, for whatever move he makes now, he's going to be critical because he's now got a little boy. He, he'd become a dad over lockdown. I don't think he'll um, have settled in Cyprus if he's been there for that amount of time there. Yeah, so. he, well, he hasn't. They've been hit, they've been all over the place kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I think he'll be looking for somewhere to settle down. And he did like Sheffield, so... I'd bring him back. I'd bring him back Worth on the it. We already know what he's good I, at, and he rarely gets injured. Here's the thing, right? Bringing back on a year's deal, this is what I'm saying, right? Okay? You can't moan on this. Year's deal with the op- option of a second one, reduced terms, so obviously way reduced terms from what it used to be on. Different league. Because even if he doesn't get a year, another year with us in terms of his sort of, you know, career and his, his yeah. finances building, he can, he, he'll get a League Two side or he'll get another League One side after that because they will just hoof the ball to him how I'm surprised he went to clubs, Cyprus in the first place but how many clubs at one point were looking at him exactly so. he's that he's that different option and we crying out we, I've said it all, a lot of last season we are crying out for an option off the bench that gives us something different that can hold up the ball that can bring other players in and the fact that people forget that two men used to mark Atty yeah right he used to take a couple of defenders out of the game because they'd be that focused on Marking him. The... You also got to remember how many free kicks did he get given against him when there were never free kicks. Exactly. You free you, the, so... you freed up you freed up Forestier. Yeah, that's the other side of it, obviously. But you freed up yeah. Forestieri. You freed up Bannon to do the creativity. You know, you 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 freed up those creative players. Yeah. It's almost as if we were talking about England early a little earlier. You know, you you you've got to let those creative players do what they want to do, but you need somebody to be able to hold up the ball a little bit and bring them into play. Yeah. Atinui is the perfect target man, especially for League One. You keep Windass off him, you let Windass do the runs off him. Yeah. Put them two up front. For me, that's a great partnership. That will on paper, work. obviously. But it, yeah. for me that'd work. And then have have Basharu and Bannon in the midfield. Why the hell but, do you play Patterson if he stays? Right back. Yeah. Ah yeah, of course. Yeah. Makes more sense him. He's not really a striker, is he? No. No, he's not. Um, put him as put him as a right back, or even if you if you want to play a cam, you can put him as a cam. But for me, his first touch still isn't good enough. 
So mm. he needs to be a defender. I think he played well for us when he went to right wing back, actually. Mm. Um, yeah. And apparently he's done well in that position before. Because wasn't he be right back for Scotland? Right yeah. back for Scotland, yeah. yeah. I'd have, I'd have um, him at right back and Palmer at left back. And then, then I'd have Iorfa and Dunkley in centre-back. With Actually, I'd prefer, at the start, I'd probably have Iorfa and Hutchinson and then see how Dunkley can do. But I think I think I offer if I offer sticking around, I offer and Dunkley would probably be a decent pairing. You've also got to remember we have one person that we haven't spoke about much who could be decent in League One is Lungo. Luongo, yeah. I keep forgetting Luongo. Luongo's with us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's gonna be coming back from fitness. And he before he got injured, we were calling saying how great he was. Yeah, that's true. And we obviously re- released Joey Pelopesti, so we had to have one player that people would get, yep. <laughs> give, give us stick for, for, for backing. So, Atenuiu, come back to Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, dear. I can see the comments now. Yep. Right. Is Reader coming tin, to... We got a tin hat emoji. Uh, we don't. Not, we you should, need to get one. I, I've got, I think I've got space for another emoji. I'll get one for the channel. Um, is Reader Johnson coming back to Sheffield Wednesday? Now I am I am <laughs> I am shooting to the wind with this one, sir. I've like plucked this out. So he tweeted yep. the other day, am I back in the game question mark? As a player question mark? As a coach? Who knows with the sort of, you know, yep. a lot of mysterious emojis around it. That tweets the same week that Wednesday it's been reported that Wednesday are looking to expand their coaching stuff and bring on more coaches. Yeah. I'm just putting two and two together mm. and saying that, like, Reed Johnson, obviously a big... I, I, I always sign him on football manager, my assistant manager, when I'm Wednesday manager, just saying, by the way, I bring yeah. him through. It's actually been more difficult since the... Uh, and you can't do it in FIFA 21 because he never gets no. a visa. Because, no. because of the, the world... The, I'm not doing it again. But because of, because, of, because of Brexit, right? You can't get a visa in the game. And I'm like, ah, this is the first year I've had to cheat to bring... I've had to, like, cheat in the game to bring Reader as my assistant manager because yeah. I love bringing... But in the older football managers, when he retired, I always brought Reader in as my assistant, but he could never w- get a visa. It would, it would make sense if you want that kind of player who put his heart on the sleeve. Yeah, cleave. He plays for everything. He can go to a young lad. Can you imagine if a young lad doesn't do what's right in the game? You can see Reader being that person on the touchline, shouting, going, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I agree completely. And and if you have him and Bullen as those kind of people, that's scary. <laughs> I'd be I'd be really interested to see how that one plays out. I'd um. I'd what like has to he done? It? What coaching badges have you done? Do you know? No. I put this one in just because I put two and two together before the podcast as we were doing it. I'll be honest, I've not done a load of research on this one. I just thought, let's put this one in the air and see what happens. Would you want Reader back at the club in some capacity? I think we need players at the club that care about the club. And Reader's yeah, last tweet before that was his him, him saying how much like he was hurting that he's just watched his club get relegated. And his club's Wednesday, mm-hmm. even though he was playing at another club at the time, you know. So he's a, he's a Wednesday guy, and Reader's. I don't. God, can you imagine if he? He's coming back as a player. <laughs> that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. But um yeah. 33. 33. 33. Yes, mate, but he has been playing for Eastfield. Oh, I know, but 68 appearances, seven goals before that Coventry 32 goal. Alright, let's let's not seven. let's not even start. Let's no. not even start. It'd be good to see him come as a coach though. It'd I'd be like to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, uh, into community topics to wrap up today's episode. There's two. There was about seven, but they were all about topics we were talking about um, already and things like that. So please, guys, when you when you comment the community topics, remember that it goes up. It usually goes up a day before now because we are moving the record date around a lot as yeah. uh, our schedules change a little bit more. But it always goes up with a good day's notice or a few hours notice. So just keep on that community tab. Make sure you've got notifications. You've hit that bell on, uh, underneath so you can see it all uh, once you've subscribed. So, yeah, also keep them insightful if you want your community topics in. So keep them sort of like, oh, they might be talking about this because it's big news. I'm not going to say, yeah. can you talk about this? Say, put, it, put it this way, if in the week the big news, we're more than likely going to be talking about it. So. Yeah, so good for something else. Yeah, uh, I've had to pluck a couple out here. I've been struggling. Zax is our first one. Zax to 55. Could we go straight down to League 2? Now, well, like you a positive chappy. Yeah, now that is... Um, <laughs> That is one that could very much happen. And I've said we've not really been in a position to comment on things like this, but we've not signed anyone yet. A, so, we've not signed anyone. B, we've still got to get the accounts in. And there could be, there is talk that we may get some sort of point deduction if we don't get them in in time. Yeah. There have been talk about that. It, it all depends. If we did do that, yeah, you can see it with how things are going, but until. You've had that first couple of games or the first month, you'll know. But if we did go down into League 2, it would mean Chante would have to eat a hell of a lot of humble pie. Yeah, that's true. And if you thought we had to reduce wages now... Oh, if we went down to League oh 2... Goodness. If we went down to League 2, the, the talks of people protesting outside the ground, that would be enough to get me off my chair. Because we've never gone down that far. Do not let that happen, Chanceri. Right. Yeah. The last community topic for today, one of two, is Grumpy Chud, who says, <laughs> should we create a fans club like AFC Wednesday? You're all really positive this week. Um, um, I would if we ever got to a point have like... It, have it if, in the background. If anybody did like an, an MK Dons for us. Yeah, I would. Yeah. So if anybody ever want, if we ever wanted to do that and we got to that stage, yes, you could imagine that if, if, if I was in talks with other fans about it, I would definitely do something like that. You either, you either go AFC love- Wednesday or you possibility act the Wednesday cricket team if, they can, if we could use the Wednesday as what it used to be, going down that way. Um, it, it it's, not gonna that, it's not going to no, happen. It's We're not, not going to fall that far. Let's, let's, let's it, put a bit of positivity back in. It's one of those things. I can understand why people are talking about it and looking at it and potentially looking at making it so it's ready. But at the same time, if it gets to that, Thing. I think there's going to be so much intervention by fans and hopefully other fans who have got a bit of money to help us out and get us out of the situation. True. And so. true to his name, Grumpy Chud. That is a very grumpy to- topic. So uh, <laughs> thank you very much for the community topics. Please keep them coming, guys, because we're in summer. Yeah. It's speculation season, which means... Um, we're going to be wearing can, a lot of tin hats. You can speculate to, the, to your heart's content. You can say, should we sign this player? Should yeah. we sign that player? Please do not go... Who do you think we should sign? That annoys me. Because I'm like, bring it to us. Say, I've yeah. seen this player. Do you think he'd be a good fit? I've seen if, this player. You, do you think he'd be a good fit? If you've got stats and stuff, that also helps because it gives us a chance to go, yeah. well, this is Just what saying, we're going Just say, who, who do you think we should sign gives us too much legwork considering we're already doing topics like that. So if you yeah. bring things to us, more than likely you're going to get featured in the show. But yeah, thank you very much for the community topics. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much about it for from me this week, Punk. Yeah. Anything to add helps. yourself? Apart from just remember, it is the silly season of transfer. 
we're going to talk about speculation. We're going to, on each of our channels, we're also going to talk about when things break. Punk's uh, still same... going to put videos out on the same day I put a breakout out, even though he's yeah. like, even though I'm like, right, Punk, I, I'm like, I'm going to leave like Monday. I'm going to leave Sunday, Monday. I'm going to leave Monday. I'm going to leave Tuesday. I'm going to put a this video is, out on Wednesday. Where, this is where we need to really so, talk behind the So there's Monday and Tuesday it. where I'm not putting a breakout on because I'm working and I don't have time to do all the thumbnails and things like that. So I'm going to put one out on Wednesday. So I put one out on Wednesday and then within an hour, Punk's put a video up and I'm like, can we let them breathe? <laughs> well, this is well, this is the thing. Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Tuesday are normally days where I don't have my little one. That's where I get a lot of my stuff done. That's fair. And if it's, if it's something breaking... Nine times out of ten, it'll go out on the day it breaks, kind of thing, because there's no point leaving it. Yeah, I won't be able that, to do that much anymore, which sucks. Yeah. Really sucks. It's going it, it to be a shame. But I do think that I, uh, I, do th- I will say that a lot of uh, my audience, which I appreciate, will wait to hear my opinion on something. I don't have oh, to God, be yeah. the fastest out of the gates, which I really actually respect from you guys. That really warms my heart. But anyway... I'm gonna go and enjoy the rest of my Saturday because I'm gonna gonna um I'm gonna go and enjoy the rest of my Saturday because I because uh, yeah. weekends are the only time I get to breathe at the minute. So because he's been that, a working man all week. A working Back man. At work. Week. I know he's moaning. We've all been working through everything. I have been working, but I've been working from home. It's very different when you can work from home to when you're. He doesn't have to be sat in traffic jams and watching yeah. idiot drivers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, and going, oh, I'm in my mid-twenties, but my back. What is this back <laughs> doing? Right. Um, anyway, thank you so I'm much for, for watching the Talking Wednesday podcast this week. Thank you, as always, for all your support. Leave us nice reviews, do all those things. But yeah. most of all, take care. And we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. You didn't say see ya. It's kind of oh, your yeah, thing. <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there we go.